greetings. It truly is an honor and a privilege. You know what? Let me make sure. Is this where this needs to be before? You are golden. Okay. Greetings. <laughs> um, it truly is an honor and a privilege to be with you all on tonight to share um, just a few thoughts um, on the topic um, healing and liberation, liberation and healing. So I want to thank my friend, my brother and my sister um, for the invitation to share with you all on this evening. It truly is a joy to actually be in the midst of the open table. I have been hearing about the open table since I moved here three years ago um, to serve um, in, a, um, um, in regional ministry. And oh, you've got to meet Nick and Sarah. You've got to meet Nick and Sarah. You got, and I was actually at a coffee shop one time and I think you were like sitting at a table and somebody was like there he is there he is you gotta meet him one day and I was like okay <laughs> and so um as um as spirit would have it we have been able to connect and serve together and um and I do believe it has been a blessed friendship and um and definitely an inspiring one so I am grateful um to share space um, with you all on this evening. So let's pray. Let's pray. Spirit of the living God, oh, fresh on us. Spirit of the of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight oh lord our strength and our great redeemer all of god's children said amen i also want to just acknowledge my sister and her brilliance in sharing that poetic historical social critical sketch um over 20 years thank you thank you thank you thank you so much for sharing that Proverbs 28, 13 says, whoever conceals their sins does not prosper, but the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. 1 John 1 and 9 says, if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Tonight's thought is simply this. Let's just get it all out in the open. Let's get it all out in the open. When I was in seminary, one of the most profound lessons that I was taught came through my preaching professor, Reverend Dr. Teresa Fry Brown. 
She taught us and repeatedly reminded us that when we preach, we preach in community and with the congregation, as in among the congregation, as one voice among the many voices in the room and beyond the room who are sharing and reflecting upon the gospel. I appreciate that lesson until this day because it reminds me that every time I proclaim, I am not alone. I am joining and participating in a conversation that began thousands of years before me and will continue after my last breath. I am also relieved because this means that the opportunities that I do have to proclaim in those brief moments, including the present moment, I am only sharing one thought in an ever evolving stream of theological consciousness. And so tonight I will offer one thought in this ongoing conversation around healing and liberation that you all have begun to have here at the open table. Here is my one thought. Healing and liberation will not happen without confession of sin. Healing and liberation will not happen without confession of sin. Now, I do not simply mean defining sin or reflecting upon sin. I mean genuine confession that leads to repentance. The transformation that we desire to experience through healing and liberation in all of its forms will always fall short if we do not confess our sin individually and corporately. Sin. This is not a popular word in postmodern Christianity and rarely named within the context of theologically progressive conversations. Why? Some do not believe in sin. Others do not think sin is a factor in social transformation. And then some just simply do not want to deal with the darkness that might be within them or the people they are connected to. And so they intentionally avoid such conversations. But I am here to bring sin to the forefront. Let's just get it all out in the open. Not as an idea, not as a theory, not as a hypothesis. Sin is real and we have all sinned and we all fall short of the glory of God, the righteousness of God, God's right way of doing things. Sin is real. Sin is real inside of all of us. Sin, as I define it, is the breaking of the greatest commandment, which is to love God with our all, to love ourselves and to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. So until we are willing to have a very honest conversation about the ways we do not love and honor God, the ways in which we do not love and honor um, ourselves, and the ways in which we do not love and honor our neighbors, we will always fall short of the healing and liberation that is available to us. For Proverbs 28, 13 declares, whoever conceals their sins does not prosper. But the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. And 1 John 1, 9 says, if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Friends, it is not a great mystery why any of us would want to conceal our sin. We as human beings have literally been doing so since the dawn of creation when Adam and Eve hid in the garden after eating from the tree of knowledge from which they were instructed not to eat. Nobody wants to get caught doing wrong, thinking wrong, saying stuff wrong. We do wrong in the dark, in secret, hopefully when nobody is watching or listening and in places with people such that those most familiar with us would likely never guess. 
when we do the wrong thing or say the wrong thing, unless we are just hardened in our minds by sin, we do not broadcast our wrongdoings. We do not broadcast our ill will. We do not broadcast our obvious manipulation of others. We do not call or text our friends with our latest downfall. We do not give a shout out to those who helped us to accomplish that which was contrary to the will of God. We most likely will not start a small group or have a Bible study or confess to our pastors around last week's personal sins. All of this is against our nature. Confession of sin is not a spiritual practice in which we admittedly engage. And we almost dare people of faith to talk about the sin that makes us feel convicted. See, if there is something we know how to do, we all know how to keep quiet. When we have said or done anything that will ruin our reputation or diminish our character or cast a shadow on our pristine image. That is the truth, whether we acknowledge it or not. We all know how to conceal our sin and we all know how to resist the wisdom of confession. Thus, we all know how to hinder the healing and liberation that we say we desire. To confess means to own or admit is true. To confess means to declare or acknowledge in order to obtain absolution, which is defined as freeing from blame or guilt, release from consequences, obligations, or penalties. Confession of sin is unfortunately, yet not surprisingly, not on our top of, on the top list of our daily priorities. We will carry and cover our sins for days and for weeks and for months and even for years. We too often choose to live burdened by the secret of our wrong rather than own or admit the truth of our brokenness. We would rather choose to live under the bondage of what we have done in our past rather than acknowledge what we have done in order to obtain the healing and liberation that comes when we confess our sins to the one who is faithful and just to forgive. Why? Why have you kept that secret for so long? How has it benefited you to be held captive by your past? And in what ways have you hurt yourself or others because you are not free from sin? See, it is the pleasure of the enemy and all others who secretly want to see you less than successful to watch you run around in circles because you cannot move forward because of unconfessed sin. It is the pleasure of the enemy and some of those who did the dirt with you to hear of your downfall what you, because of what you have done in the dark has come to the light. It is the pleasure of the enemy and those who are jealous of your gifts, your talents, your abilities, your opportunities to know that you are stuck because you made one bad decision from which it does not appear you will ever recover. Friends, those of you who really want to live your life surrendered to the Most High, do not be deceived by the enemy to think that you are not being tricked by the enemy into keeping your sins to yourself. As Dr. Joy Moore stated in the interview for the Future Church Convocation, she says, for the explanation of our good in the world must be the righteousness, the justice, and the holiness of a creative and covenant God. Not just social justice, not just world peace, not just ethics. We must turn our explanation back to God and begin with our confession. So let's just get it all out in the open. 
Because please be clear, you are not exempt from the enemy's desire to steal, to kill, and to destroy you. In fact, you are a prime target when you choose to conceal your sin because this secret gives the enemy an inroad to destroy your purpose and your prosperity. Our confession is an admission of our own brokenness as participants in the oppression, the pain, the racial, sexual, gender, and economic privilege to the intentional disadvantage and exclusion of others. Our unconfessed sin is a reason why we are not living fully into the healing and liberation we study, we discuss, and we say that we desire. For the enemy knows that there will be some places you will not go. Some relationships that you will not build. Some things that you will not do that are connected to your destiny, your healing, your liberation, and that of the community simply because you have not confessed your sin. And the enemy will therefore seize the opportunity to plant seeds of guilt, seeds of doubt, seeds of low self-esteem, and anything else that will keep you from being the very best that you can be so that you, we, will always fall short of healing and liberation within ourselves and within our communities. Friends, the truth is this. You don't have to live that way. You do not have to live that way. You do not have to stay in sin. You do not have to be held in bondage by the sins of your past. For the word of the Lord declares, whoever conceals their sins does not prosper, but the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. And if we just confess our sins, God is faithful and God is just and God will forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Friends, this is good news. Our God knew that we would mess up and that we would make decisions that would draw us away from God's righteousness. Yet in God's infinite love and God's infinite mercy, God has already provided a way for us to be restored into right relationship through the act of confession. And God has promised that our confessions will not be in vain. We will be forgiven by God. Healing and liberation will not happen without confession of sin. Now, I also want you to know that God's forgiveness does not necessarily exempt us from the consequences of our sins. Adam and Eve still had to leave that old garden of Eden. But our God will extend the grace to help us to face and endure the consequences of our actions. And because we have, un and because we have confessed our sins to God, we will not have to do so alone. So, friends, let's just get it all out in the open. Open up your mouth and confess your sins to the one who knows all about them anyway. Confess your sins to the one um, so that you can experience the mercy, the faithfulness, the justice, the forgiveness, and the purification of the Holy One. You will be made righteous through your confession and the freedom from the spiritual bondage of that sin will be yours. When you confess your sins to God, the enemy will try to bring them up to your remembrance in order to keep you stuck in your past. And there will be people who will never forget and who may never forgive. But when you confess to God, you can walk in freedom from the guilt and shame of those dark deeds. You are free. And your testimony can inspire others to do the same. So open table. Let's just get it all out in the open. God can handle it. You need to confess it. The enemy will hate it. 
but your life's purpose and prosperity is depending on it. And healing and liberation will not happen without the confession of sin. So let's just do it. Amen.